welcome to the podcast, Euthanasia Pro and Con. My name is James M. Russell. Our guest today is Brian Green Adams. Brian is a labor lawyer and atheist community activist in Toronto, Canada. Brian has a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Theatre and a Bachelor of Laws. He hosts the Counter-Apologetics podcast, A Salmon of Doubt, at salmon as in the fish. And he is co-founder of the Atheist Community of Toronto. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Brian, what is an atheist? Right. So a lot of ink has been spilled over this term. Um, I can't define it for everybody. I can tell you what I mean by the term, and I mean uh, anyone who lacks a belief in a god. Uh, So that would include people who just aren't sure, uh, people who um, just don't have that belief, or people who actually believe there are no gods. So I have a pretty big uh, usage of the term, a very broad definition. And I use that definition really just because I want to distinguish people who believe in gods from those who don't believe in gods. So generally it would include for me people who often are called agnostic as well. but yeah, that's that's how I use the term. Now, you were one of the co-founders of the Atheist Community of Toronto, which has more than 300 members. Has the subject of euthanasia and physician-assisted suicide ever come up at one of your meetings? I've been thinking about that, and uh, um, you know, I should I should confirm that we have 300 people who kind of subscribe to our feed on meetup.com. We don't actually have like a, a, an active membership or, or a membership card or anything like that. But um, yeah, uh, most of those people have been by. And I can't think of any specific time where um, euthanasia or assisted dying has come up. I'm sure it has. I know I've had uh, discussions with other atheists about it, for sure. Okay. Um Now, in your experience, do all atheists share the same attitude towards euthanasia and physician-assisted suicide? Um, I'm not so sure about the term euthanasia, so um, I'm not even sure that that topic has come up so much. So I would make a distinction there between uh, euthanasia and uh, physician-assisted suicide or assisted dying, as I would probably call it. Um, And... You know, I can't, I, I certainly would say there's nothing about athe, being an atheist that would give you a position on one way or the other. So that's um, often something that um, happens when people consider atheists or, or talk to them on this. They think because you don't believe in a God, um, it means you have, it leads to a certain position on, on something. It really just is a position on the question of whether a God exists or not. It doesn't lead to... Uh, to any other beliefs, or it, or it, it shouldn't. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't say that all atheists have the same view. You could have any view uh, in the world on, on these topics and be an atheist. Uh, the only view you can't have an atheist is a belief in a god. But I would say that most atheists I've encountered share a similar kind of moral uh, opinion and would describe themselves in terms of their worldview as secular humanists. And secular humanists generally, and and most of the atheists I've talked to without even having that conversation of their worldview, uh, would tend to have a a position that would 
uh, be agreeable to some assisted dying. Absolutely. Have, have you personally been affected by someone who has opted for euthanasia or uh, physician-assisted dying? Yes. So um, as it happens, a few months ago, um, my mother was uh, feeling some difficulty in remembering words, and we took her to the emergency department, and uh, they found a lump on her brain. And this was very bad news. We could tell from what we were being told. It's never good news. But immediately from being told that, you know, we found something, yeah, it is there, and it's it's causing this, and it's not good. Um, she was asking about, you know, I. she was saying comments like, I do not want to suffer. You know, I want to end my life before I get to a certain stage. In fact, she, she'd had a, a bout of cancer before, before that years ago and, and mentioned the same topics. And it actually became, you know, and, and my sister and I who, who were dealing with this, uh, basically, you know, wouldn't disagree with her on that. We don't, um, you know, I don't, I'm not opposed to people choosing assisted dying if, if they want to, um, and neither is my sister. But um, what what soon became apparent is that my mother uh, was jumping the gun in, in terms of this. Uh, she's so scared of living in pain and, and losing her faculties um, that she, she was kind of just jumping right to that. Okay, I've got a brain tumor. It's going to result in this terrible treatment. Um, I want to go to that right now. And so we had to spend quite a bit of time discussing with her um, you're not at that stage yet. You know, this is not something that that you'd, you'd want to consider right now. We don't even know what this is. We don't know if it might be able to be cured, although um, no one was really suggesting that it could. Um, and then she became very depressed and suffered a lot from some of the medication she was having. And she really did seem to not no longer be able to find any joy in living or have any experiences that were uh, enjoyable. And she just kept saying, I don't want to live like this. Um, myself and my sister, certainly we, we, we tried to convince her that, um, you know, like this is too early and can't you find some joy in life and everything. And she just couldn't come out of that, that funk until some of the medication was changed. Um, the tumor actually was shrunk completely by, uh, this, this medication is a steroid, um, it's going to come back and she's going to be faced with these choices eventually. But right now her depression has relieved somewhat and she's having that looked into as well. And she does seem to be having some enjoyment of her life right now. So I think it was a really, it's a really, it was a really interesting experience for me because um, I'm in agreement, we're all in agreement with this idea of uh, physician assisted dying, but it really does show that like at that point had, had she been able to, I, she wouldn't have done this without discussing with the family and making sure that, you know, we wouldn't be upset by it. And I think she wouldn't have done it. But if she was looking for where could she go, she was looking at going to Switzerland to get it done. And we had to really sit her down and say, you know, you're going to feel better soon. And you could be years of life that you could enjoy. And uh, she's on board with that now. And we're waiting for this, this darn tuner come back so we can biopsy it again and then find out what it is and look at treatment. But for my mother, what she had experienced previous to this was some other very old relatives getting treatment and getting chemotherapy and seeing um, the state that they were in um, and
and she had some stories about that and she she was utterly petrified of that um and like really i I couldn't think of anything that i've seen her more more um frightened of or worried about is that that she'd be in a situation where she was suffering like that and that and, and that she'd lost her faculties that was a big um a very important for her um and then she wouldn't be able to do anything about it and that's how her life would end yeah. um she was ready to go and she said i want to go now you know well we 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 hope that she gets better and stays stays well yeah she's she's doing much better she just this week uh met met with her grandkids and had a good experience with them that she hadn't had for a while and she got a new hearing aid and she's able to watch tv and and listen to her hero Donald Trump. <laughs> okay. So, so she's she's doing much better now. So I mean, I think the lesson there for me was was I really learned how important this issue is to to people, and and the option of getting the assisted dying when the the time was right was a great relief to to myself as well as my mom, knowing that we could do this. Right. Um, to avoid this this terrible time, um, that really we would, none of us would be getting anything out of, um, except for misery, uh, was a great relief, but it also really reinforced the need to, um, have some safeguards in place so people don't jump the gun. Right. Now it, so it sounds as if there's a wide range of beliefs, um, amongst the atheist community, just as there is in the religious community. Sure. Um, you know, for example, like while I fully agree with it, I don't see myself ever doing it. Right. Um, and that's something that I thought just on the, on the way home today was thinking about. I don't believe in an afterlife. So for me, the, the, the ultimate value is my life, um, even when I'm suffering. Um, I've always had this very clear sense that when my life is over, that's the end. It's complete. It's not even a feeling of oblivion. It's just there's nothing. It's like before you were born. And the only, the ultimate value that I hold is is my life. Um, and so I can't imagine a situation, even if I'm in significant pain um, and going to die, that I would want to end it soon. Although I'm starting to think that there are just some periods where if, if my death is inevitable, and I'm in nothing but suffering. I probably would. I would probably opt for it at that point. But if I can get any kind of enjoyment, if I can listen to a good podcast for half an hour a day, I'm, I, I expect I want to. I want to suffer through it. Brian, what would you say to our to my listeners who perhaps haven't decided one way or the other as to whether they're pro or con and the issue of uh, euthanasia and physician assisted death? Right. Um, well, if it's an, an issue that is important to you, um, keep looking into it. And I would say look to the people who deal with those who are dying most commonly. Physicians, um, people who work in, in palliative care and nurses specifically. Um, what, do, what do they talk about with their experience of, of, of end of life? Um, and what do people who are in the situation uh, of that kind of pain want? And consider the fact of, uh, of and, and this is something that was really brought home to me with my mom, 
um, about how you want your life to end, how people, how people, what freedom should people have with respect to how their lives end? Um, because what I started, what started to happen to me with my mother was she stopped being the, when she was depressed, she stopped being the woman that I loved. Not, I still loved her, of course, but she stopped being the woman that I knew. She had no more sense of humor, which is, was her defining characteristic. Uh, she never laughed. She never smiled. And, you know, for her and for me, this was not the way we wanted to remember each other. And I don't know if you can, if people can empathize with that by feeling that, um, that, that experience is one that I wasn't prepared for how, actually how, how terrible it really would be. Um, and of course, if you're, if you're an atheist, you might have these values that I share about how important your life is and you want to continue, but you also recognize that you, you would not want someone else to suffer and live when they didn't want to be alive and they were just suffering. Um, but of course, if you're a theist, um, you know, you may have some kind of moral or theological reasons. You just can't accept it. And I understand that. Um, but if you don't consider the, the option that, that this kind of, you know, way of dying that they, they, if you really do believe they're going to somewhere better, um, then getting them, then, then relieving them of their suffering, allowing them to relieve themselves of their suffering during their life, I think, um, is a really helpful option. Brian, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Well, my pleasure, and thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. You have been listening to the podcast Euthanasia Pro and Con, and our guest today was Brian Green Adams. Brian is a labor lawyer and an atheist community activist in Toronto, Canada. Brian has a Bachelor in Fine Arts in Theatre and a Bachelor of Laws. He hosts the counter-apologetics podcast, A Salmon of Doubt, and is co-founder of the Atheist Community of Toronto. The weekly episodes of this podcast will alternate between the for and the against side of the issue. My purpose is to provide you, our listener, with all the information necessary for you to form your own opinion on euthanasia and physician-assisted suicide, or possibly even change your previously held position. Please subscribe to this podcast. And for information about past and future episodes, go to our website, www.euthanasiaproandcon, all one word, no spaces, dot com. And please tell your friends about this podcast. And finally, Euthanasia Pro and Con is dedicated to my friend, Jacobo Louis Fuchs, and dedicated to his son, Carlos Fox. Thanks for listening. Peace.